0: Okay, when I think party games, I instantly drift to drinking games. And when I think drinking games, I think about being sat at your flat with that awful tequila. Playing Mario Kart. What do you love, Benji? Tequila. How does it make you feel? Happy. (laughs) Not happy. Hello and welcome to Tap Tap Bros, I'm Steve Gregson. And I'm Ben Hill. And today we're talking about the most sacred of video games, the party game.
1: Yeah, the party game. Because
0: well, it's nearly the new year.
1: It is nearly the new year and um, I, I, I think uh, on New Year's Eve lots of people are going to be playing party games. So and We certainly
0: have played a fair few in our time. If
1: probably too many, in, in
0: lots of different <laughs> types of party games. but A lot of our party games, and I'm sure for people out there, they'll agree they always seem to involve a bit of drink beforehand <laughs> <laughs> whether that's to loosen you up or whether it's part of the rules i mean we'll cover these things as absolutely, we go along. yeah
1: there's a bit of a bit of pre-drinking and then there's drinking while we're yep. playing games
0: and if it's mario party it's just drinking 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 with a side of video oh game. yeah absolutely <laughs>
1: we've got lots of it's, it's funny nintendo are the probably the most like family friendly of mm. uh, of companies and then we have created the most horrendous drinking games from their (laughs) franchises
0: but i find their games like uh, mario kart makes me more furious than things like dark souls oh yeah absolutely (laughs) it's almost perfect (laughs) yeah definitely so where should we start are we going to talk about some party games that we love and uh what makes them great for us why we play them why we come back to them because for me there are ones i revisit almost every year if i'm playing a video game uh, you know
1: um, well, I think they fall into two categories party mm-hmm. games don't they there, there, there are party games that are multiplayer games that just yep. have that special something that, that create a party atmosphere yeah, we're sure. talking about your Smash Brothers you know um, games that are that are about um, a competitive kind of play but then they become something that you can play in a you know, more of a social kind of setting because sure. they're fun yeah. to play and then you get games that are designed specifically to be party games like your rock bands your rock your bands yeah absolutely totally. you know family things that you can bring the family together and 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 kind of, or friends together and and you can play in a in a more social kind of
0: setting um, or at a party. I think there's also a third category of games of games that are not party games, but through the people you know and play with have become party games. Like oh yeah, yeah, games you've made your own games in and stuff like that. Absolutely, I, yeah. I certainly find that for me, there's a lot of those where I, I can think about a lot of single player games where it's become almost like a a pass the pad sort of game, mm-hmm. even though there's no multiplayer to it. Yeah, and certainly you get a few people around and yeah. Games like Skate 3 certainly spring to mind, that you can have a few people around, play a few games of Skate 3 without actually doing anything. And still Yeah, just I
1: mean, it's classically designed as an online multiplayer game, you know, um, totally. to play with other people. But then you can quite comfortably sit in, a, sit, sit in your living room with your friends and, and, and kind of just do really stupid stuff. <laughs> I think that's where yeah. it excels,
0: isn't it? It's a game that is designed around precision, but the less of that you have... The more fun it kind of becomes.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, I, I think for me, um, like, like I think growing like growing up in my teens when you start socializing a little bit mm-hmm. more, where I started playing games that I would consider. Uh, party games games that i enjoyed playing with friends when um i might be having a drink or you know um uh, having a bit of a kind of a party when kind of playing yeah, kind sure. of games and um, and probably the, for me the dreamcast era um Ooh, where those yes. where there's where there's f- the f- there's, you know, that and the n64 have four control ports so yep. suddenly it becomes kind of you know um it made it kind of
0: made sense ne- it made it?
1: sense because you could have more than two people playing games with them and uh, uh absolutely for me um, I, I'd probably say Power Stone 2 oh, Um, yes. I played an awful lot of that Um, with friends with other people watching and kind of drinking and having a good time the
0: classic winner stays on rules winner stays on more than four people yeah. whoever comes dead last they're out I played for
1: hours of that game <laughs> totally. and um Crazy Taxi,
0: which <laughs> yes. I don't think really is
1: isn't a particularly great multiplayer game, and it's especially because
0: a game can last a long time. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: more the um uh, like me and my friends when when growing up, we, we we had this obsession with Crazy Jump. yes and 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 um, and we used to sit in my friend's uh, friend Mike's bedroom and play on his Dreamcast just Crazy Jump over and over and over <laughs> again, and and the goal was simple to just get and get get the longest jump possible and we come up with all these we were like you know we felt like we were hacking the game you know we were coming up with these <laughs> crazy ways of kind of figuring out how to um ta- get that little bit of a crazy yeah. jump, how to do that and we talked about crazy taxi one before and either hop before in, the hopping or any of yeah. that so you know we get like like be like eight of us in in a room you know and uh having a beer and, and just having a laugh you know um play playing this game and seeing how far you know you could kind of get it became incredibly competitive
0: i remember the uh that ramp, Crazy Taxi 1 to Crazy Jump, not many people realize it. It took me a long time, but you can back up a little bit. And that's the mm-hmm. first step to getting even higher scores, yeah. giving yourself a bit more runway to work with. And once you, It's ridiculous how balanced a lot of those Sega arcade sort of style games were because stuff like that, was it was there to be discovered and was simple if you figured it out. But it was only when you sort of started trying to get these scores that other people had got and you thought, well, how the hell do they do that? And then something as simple as all oh, right, there's a little bit more runway if you back up a little before you start. And then suddenly that adds a couple of meters to your score and then working out which areas to dash. And yeah, they were a great game. Yeah,
1: I destroyed my Dreamcast pad playing <laughs> that game. Like like um, the way that you had to kind of um, move between, because it's all manual kind of driving, reversing a yeah. drive, but jumping between those two gears and trying to hit the accelerator at the same time yeah. to give yourself this weird boost. And I, I'm, I'm still to this day, there's I'm the, not sure crazy whether... crazy dash. Yeah, but, it, but it, it was only the crazy real Crazy Dash and Crazy Taxi 2. I'm not even sure it was a purposeful thing in Crazy Taxi 1. Oh, well you it was put just, it in
0: reverse first. Yeah, and then, then you drive. had
1: to hit it at the same time and it kind of braked you and then yeah. kind of propelled you forward and it give you just that little bit of a kind of a boost. Well, but. the thing
0: with Crazy Taxi as well, that boost, it was an arcade game originally, right? Yeah. But to do that boost, like to do a shorter version of it, you didn't even have to press uh, reverse. You could just press forward and drive even when you're already in forward gear. But you couldn't do that in the arcade because it was a stick. Yeah. So some of that just seems like it was just... That the game didn't know how to react to if you pressed it again so quickly on the pad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just. Didn't but that's know what how you got do. those extra kind
1: of high jumps. Mm-hmm. There was all sorts of things. Where you used to kind of try and skid on the side, so you went off sideways, and so you get like, <laughs> like there was some sort of weird like aerodynamic thing. <laughs> Absolutely, hadn't been programmed into the game, but it was something that we thought had you know being in like 16, 17 years old.
0: I think uh, Power Stone is another one for me where I nearly destroyed controllers, mm-hmm. mainly because. I don't know if you had this with Power Stone, but certainly Power Stone 2. I spent a lot of that game not knowing where I was. So I just hammered the buttons trying to work out what was doing something and which character through. was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The frustration of trying to figure out what's going on usually just meant in the controller getting twisted and
1: (laughs) bashed around. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, um, Whilst we're on the, the subject of kind of Sega, I think they were quite good at having like these main, very arcade game kind of era where you had these. Uh, single player kind of arcade kind of campaigns, and then mm-hmm. then you had these mini games that were kind of added onto it. So yeah, Super Monkey Ball um, yes. it was a it was a classic in that sense. <sighs> I think that was a specific part. Party games were built into. I, again, this was really, it, feel, it feels to me anyway. I'm probably incorrect, but it was almost before like games were marketed like this is a party game. Yeah, uh, totally. You know.
0: Monkey Ball was more. I, th- I remember the early marketing for Monkey Ball being almost like a puzzle game. Yeah. And then it just became this big social sort of bash. I, I remember before I bought Monkey Ball, I, I read all the reviews for it. It was one of the first games I got for GameCube. And all the reviews kind of made me think it was a puzzle sort of uh, mm-hmm. almost like a puzzle platform mm-hmm. game. As only when I picked it up, I realized the reason I couldn't tell what it was from the reviews is that it was this indescribable sort of party thing where it's about driving these poor monkeys trapped in balls. It was like Marble Madness, right? yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were controlling the stage rather than the character, mm-hmm. you're kind of tilting it, weren't you? But again, a game built around the single player, I say single player campaign, but you know what I mean, like the multiple mm-hmm. mazes and the mini games were totally separate things, but both felt really fleshed out like I've probably put more hours into the monkey target game you know the the flying (laughs) trying to get
1: on this tiny tiny little (laughs) island
0: I think I've put as long into that as I have actual monkey ball yeah I loved that game does Sega still make anything like that
1: um no not 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 really i don't, I don't think uh, they do, not, do they? not off the top of my head i mean that monkey ball have been brought back into several uh like several different kind of games it was on the wii um they've never
0: been as good though those gamecube ones just had something mm-hmm.
1: i think there's some mobile games as well and yeah, um, those a few kind of those. things they too um, great. but nothing majorly kind of party
0: party like i would i would pay like full price for a monkey ball 3 like an actual just <laughs> bare bones none of the sort of gimmick stuff just give me the same game more mazes more mini games so don't try and tack anything on i think the wii one had some sort of jump feature and stuff like that none of that just give me more super refined
1: back to the core
0: yeah or in fact fuck it just let me download monkey ball one and two for my xbox one or ps4 I would love that. That'd be pretty awesome. That would be amazing. But
1: then again, uh, there's rumours the Nintendo Switch having GameCube support, so oh, maybe God, Monkey no. Ball Two portable Monkey Ball Two. Oh no! Imagine that gyro gyroscope.
0: <laughs> imagine, <laughs> uh, imagine how many <laughs> smashed switches you'd have if you made that game portable. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I- i absolutely love monkey ball but it's one of the games that's made me most furious Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think yeah yeah, monkey ball one gets like crazy difficulty towards the end and monkey Uh, ball two it suffers from traditional sequel difficulty of it doesn't just get hard it gets poorly designed because they've used all their best ideas (laughs) in the first game and most of the start of the second game so the it becomes hard but only because they're expecting so much from you like there's not a good design to this. You've just made it hard by design. Not clever. Not that I have to think it through. You've just made it fucking difficult. Yeah. Still great, though. So,
1: I mean, I, I just kind of thought then we talked about Monkey Ball, like, you know, maybe there hadn't been such party games. But of course, there were some party games before then. On the N64, there was the Mario, Mario party, party games, which to me, I think, were where a, a company used a franchise to start creating not just multiplayer games, but games that they. To be played in a more uh, open kind of setting, more social kind of setting
0: before Mario Party, and I may be wrong here, but before Mario Party, was there really many party game party games, or did that well, kind again? Of I usher think it, it might in? have been the four controllers, controller ports, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think that could have been the thing that brought that in because before that, even the four player games were just shooters or racing mm-hmm. games, and Mario Party was. One of the earliest examples like I can think where they made a board game, video game, but made it worth playing because mm-hmm. I remember there was Monopoly and stuff on PS One, but there was no reason to not just play Monopoly. Yeah, you might as well get the actual game. But what Mario was, Party what was what mini the games? Sonic
1: Mario Party style. Oh, Sonic game. <laughs> Shuffle,
0: the Dreamcast. <laughs> I mean, I've played Sonic Shuffle. Uh, one of my good friends uh, used to have it, and we've played it, and it was okay, but it was—it's the worst Mario Party game. But, but that's all it was. Yeah. It was just a Mario Party, but not as good. I
1: mean, but there's been some poor Mario Party games as well. There's been some great Mario Party games. But Mario Party's fun. odd.
0: I think it's Sonic Shuffle. I don't know how it missed this. and it's. I guess it's, I don't know, maybe something about the design of Mario Party. But even the poor Mario Party games, if you get four people on them, they're still great fun. But Sonic Shuffle never really had that. It was always just kind of all right, we've played a board of this, let's play something else. Yeah. <laughs> Mario Party, even the ones that I think would be considered the worst in the series, if I had a few friends around, maybe a couple of drinks, I'd happily spend an evening on Mario Party, because there's something about them. I think it's their unfair nature of Mario Party, like how it gives you rewards at the end of the games for hitting the most red spaces or losing the most minigames, you might suddenly earn some...
1: Some loser stars. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some Maybe. stories about loser stars. Yeah, well, let's,
0: let's talk about Mario Party because <laughs> Mario Party, I think, if we're talking about party games, it's got it in the title. Mario Party's got to be one of the games that ushered in the party game. Absolutely. I think even before, and I'm sure we'll get onto this, but before Guitar Hero and Rock Band came around and became the game that anyone could have a go on, Mario Party did that. It was always the mini games usually used just the A button or the analog stick. And that was pretty much it. The whole game was built around simplicity, like NES-style controls, but with four of you on a board. Game it's easy to understand, hard to play because some of the mini games required that you actually battered your hand on the stick by trying to spin it around faster than other players or hammer the buttons. But I think that's the first game that I can think of where even people who weren't into video games would stand a chance against those who were.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think there's an access. There's, a- there's this idea of accessibility in in party games across the board. Totally. Um and it makes it uh, uh, there's an evil e- e- evil an e <laughs> an even footing for um for all players to kind of sure. get in that game and one thing that mario party does does well um uh, particularly like Mario party like four and, you know five is are the 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 way that it doesn't matter how rubbish you're doing in that game there is a merit to being rubbish yes um so you never quite know. What's going to happen, Mario Party, as you're progressing through that kind of board game kind of, uh, um, kind of space?
0: It can genuinely reward you just for taking part. <laughs> it's the only game I can think uh, of. This where I can you attest to. This this has <laughs> happened to
1: me. <laughs> um, uh, we, we we played uh, we played Mario Party, and I was coming last all the way through the game.
0: Yeah, I remember this. This was um, your old flat, right? It was, yeah. This is years ago. I mean, we have a tradition that most years we get together and we watch E3, Mm -hmm. and this was one of those times, Mm -hmm. wasn't it? And we were
1: mario Party. we were playing mario party with uh with uh, t- uh two of our other friends and yep. uh there was drink there was drink there was there <laughs> was a rule that if you landed on a red square you had to take a take a, a shot of tequila
0: well i think it started off as a random <laughs> shot so that we had sambuca and tequila no no
1: we had tequila and two bottles of rum
0: oh we did that horrible rum and
1: all of that, in that <laughs> game, all of those bottles uh, right. disappeared no.
0: Where this went wrong, and for anyone wanting to play a video game, mixing it with drinks, having a drinking game, make less rules than you think you want. (laughs) Because where we went wrong was we made up too many reasons to drink.
1: (laughs) So it was a case of... If you lost the minigame, you had a shot of tequila. If you you won...
0: You had a shot of tequila. <laughs> if you landed on a red square, you, you could had be a shot. shot of tequila. If you had your coins taken away, you took a shot. If Bowser appeared, everyone had a shot. <laughs> it, it, it became. And if you lost, the game, you'd <laughs> you, take had, two you shots had to take two, two shots. shots. And wasn't that no? It wasn't if you won, you could take a shot. It was if you won, you could demand someone else take he a nominated. shot. Nominated. Yeah, you could nominate someone to yeah. have a shot. Now it came that most rolls of the dice or most mini game had a shot. <laughs> so no matter what happened, someone was drinking, and I think, yeah.
1: and that was mean for most of that game because I'm I'm not very good at Mario Party.
0: I think that's why it shines though. I don't think you can be good at Mario. No. Party you can be lucky. I at was Mario unlucky Party. in Definitely. that game of Mario
1: Party, but I was coming last all the way through and uh, got to the point where I knew I knew I was going to lose the game. That's right. And I and I was dreading losing the game because, because of the consequence. shot consequence. And I get to the end, and my my, my other friend uh, was very very close to me. He hadn't played so well either, and we got right to the end, and and, and everyone was laughing, it all all having it, like laughing at me, going, "Ah, you're gonna have to take these shots." And he got you to the ready end of the game, the shots and I was poured. ready for it. And then I got a bonus of all these coins <laughs> it was were coming like a bonus last star to be the for wor- the shittest like, worst play
0: player. <laughs> wasn't it like least steps taken? Or something no, it was like
1: that And all those coins went over my friend Adam came last. So <laughs> uh,
0: And th- yeah, that that tipped it because you ended up with the same amount of stars, but you had more coins. And that was <laughs> it. It tipped you over the end <laughs> and you won and he had to have the shot penalty. Oh no. Now that not- night famously ended with me, you and your friend Adam all passed out trying to watch a DVD. No oh, yeah, not 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 a greatest moment of my life. And our other friend <laughs> Lee sat up <laughs> asleep <laughs> trying to watch the South Park movie.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I uh, Be careful when playing Mario Party <laughs> with <laughs> alcohol. That's where, That's there it. needs to be a, 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 what, an ESRB kind of warning <laughs> on
0: that. <this>. Those <laughs> games should be an 18.
1: Peggy warning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think uh. there is a balance, isn't there, between... I, I mean, we had fun that night. It was a good night of games, but there is a balance between... A drinking game and drinking with a game. <laughs> and Mario Party <laughs> just began drinking with a game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, it was a fun night, though. Oh, it was good. Um, um, I, but I think it just highlights something that's that, that I think party games do incredibly well. They allow you to bend and meld those rules yeah, for totally. yourself. Um, uh, and And some of the best multiplayer games some of the best party games um allow you to do that i think smash brothers is a prime example of yeah. this where people create their own rule sets to, to play in the way that they want to kind of play games it and- says
0: something about smash brothers and the design of smash brothers that people can play it at a competitive level with none of the items and like certain re- levels restricted you know and almost make it a serious fighting game mm-hmm. and then the rest of us can just have everything on and it just becomes a party game. It's like, it becomes chaos. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm i one of those people, I prefer the chaos. I like Smash Brothers to be like a mad dash for items. I like it to be a, a scramble. I like the the idea that playing something like Smash Brothers, you've got to be on your toes that just because you're playing well doesn't mean you're going to win. I like that chance that something could go wrong. A rogue item could just really throw you off course. But I understand that people want 100% control over what happens. Yeah, you know, like some people try and turn Smash Brothers into like Virtua Fire almost. You know, they want precision and i just love the fact that it can be played in both those ways and no one really suffers like the game doesn't become worse with items or worse without items it just becomes a different game for a different audience it's so flexible Mm -hmm. i absolutely love that about it i think um, one of the reasons why i've I've, I've had pretty much every game in that series because they just i don't know it's it's one of those games i think you can play however you want and get a lot out of it Mm -hmm. in fact um smash brothers on the gamecube is my most played game of all time. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's the one of the few games I've... Uh, you, you know the early games didn't really have clocks to tell you how many hours you'd put in? My Smash Brothers GameCube, is that Melee on, on the GameCube? Yeah, Melee. It's, I think it's sat at 5,000 hours, oh. which is the most I've ever <laughs> played a video game. <laughs> more, now, than,
1: more than Death Tank on the... <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: that's <like> a <laughs> probably a close <laughs> second. Now, to, in defense of my ridiculous hours of Smash Brothers, uh, it was out when I was at university, it became... As we can attest here, it became our party game almost every single night. So the wind down after doing work at university or, you know, just coming in from the pub would be the same. Like, let's play Smash Brothers. So it, it adds up pretty quick when you go, oh, we played three hours of Smash Brothers each night, every night <laughs> for a couple of years.
1: It, yeah. it soon adds up yeah it becomes an important part of of, of your life i guess and uh, um, that's why i love i love party games i think i i some, some of my fondest kind of memories are definitely with with games in that kind of setting playing with multiple friends all at the same yeah. time uh, over a long period of time and kind of re- re- really getting into them and uh, and uh, and and just having it. i mean uh, um a lot of fun i mean even most most recently and we'll talk a little bit more about more modern kind of party games mm-hmm. i think the party games that i really have think of kind of um blown it up into this kind of big thing yeah and um, um, recently we were playing rock band um yeah rock band, uh, a cool. halloween gathering and um and uh, um again that's it's not it's not something that that anybody can pick up but you can easily play the same the same kind of uh, aspect of the game and uh, we we talk about Smash Brothers it's all about chance so there's obviously yeah. an element of chance in there same with Mario Kart and um, the same with uh, Mario Party uh, yep. Rock Band's different to that but it allows you to at least gauge that difficulty to your
0: own kind of skill set to give you equal footing It's clever uh, in a lot of ways it's Rock Band and I don't think enough people give it credit for how flexible that game is because not only can uh, four players all play on different difficulties and still be having essentially the same experience but there are all sorts of modifiers that make that game great. Like, one, it's entertaining for those not playing. So people sat watching Rock Band are enjoying a butchered rendition of a great song oh, most of the
1: perfect time. perfect rendition
0: <laughs> of Kiss. <laughs> but that's what makes it so great. Like, there's something funny, like, and I don't know what it is, but there's something funny about hearing someone ruin a great song. And Rock Band has that in abundance because it expects you to sing songs that, you know, professional singers should normally handle and it's got things like the no fail mode which i i know like to a lot of people who you know like like to consider themselves the hardcore gamer that's just a no-no but get a few people together and the the ability to say we'll play rock band oh i'll be shit that doesn't matter Mm -hmm. you know nothing will happen if you lose you just play as much as you can like you hit those drums what's that you hit no score doesn't matter as long as you still had a good time and you do, it just doesn't make any difference and that's what i love about rock band. like you can let anyone have a go and you know there's not gonna be anyone who lets a team down or anything like that it's just perfectly balanced in a way that like smash brothers they say play it how you want to play it if you want it to be a serious experience then sure you and your four friends who all sit at home with rock band kits can meet up and perform like a an actual virtual band or you and three people who've never played the game before can all just turn on no play mode and your rock stars.
1: Yeah, you've got you've got to feel some form of uh, um, achievement, uh, whether that's in yourself or whether that's in the game itself. Yeah, um, I think that's an absolute must for any party game. Otherwise, um, and I think the chance the idea of chance or at least scalability to your skill set has to be in there. Otherwise, you're always going to get this hierarchy of people being too good. Yeah. you know, in that kind of play experience, and that means all of a sudden it becomes not fun for anybody that if it's skill-based it becomes unfun and um and it means that you can't kind of um uh, it doesn't appeal to to a wide variety of people
0: yeah and i think um what rock band does so well is the satisfaction from rock band becomes its own reward like if you finish a song and everyone did poor but you've got no fail mode on you know you didn't do well you know it's like we can do better and you play it again but you know for a lot of people if if all they want out of that experience is, hey, we finished the song and it was awful, but it was funny, then that is, again, the reward in itself. It it delivers in so many different ways. And I think it's a shame that it's kind of died off a bit, hasn't it? Rock band. It seems to have done pretty poor this time. I see that. Yeah. I keep seeing the sets reduced to like £30, 40 forty pound for the full band. It kind of makes me a bit sad. So, uh, so the rock
1: rock band kind of works against itself because even though the game itself is accessible, the price point yeah. of buying all that equipment isn't accessible. If you totally p- you pick up a uh, Mario Party, you pay you pay you pay forty, fifty pounds for a video game, and yeah. then th- there you have that video game and your um your console, uh, your controllers. They all work with that um and with i mean even things like singstar are way more accessible because yeah, uh, microphones nowhere near as expensive as as um as say you know all these different the guitar, uh, guitars the drums. drums absolutely two guitars uh, you know
0: a keyboard whatever well, i'm glad you they know. got rid of the keyboard even though i was a fan of that instrument in three it just didn't need more instruments they didn't need to sell you any more plastic crap no no keep like, it simple in fact singstar went one step further right i'm not sure if this is out yet or if it's still coming out or if it's i might be thinking of a different game but i'm sure it's singstar that let you use a mobile phone as your microphone
1: okay i i don't know
0: i but think i think it might be the ps3 one maybe that let you use a mobile um kind of in the same way that the jackbox party games let like yeah i was gonna phone. say we should talk
1: about the Jackbox definitely party games. definitely i love those games
0: but i think uh just wrapping up rock band i've got to admit as a fan of the game i didn't buy rock band 4 day one and i wanted to i d- i didn't really have my finger on the pulse of rock band 4 i knew it was coming out and i was kind of in two minds because by the time rock band 3 had rolled around back on the 360 and ps3 i think i was a bit rock banded out i think they'd released too many in too short a period of time and i felt you know i, I felt a bit burnt by it I, i'm done with that and then it came out and then the nostalgia came flooding in and i was thinking yeah i would like to play that again i walked into game there's 230 pounds for the set it's like so it's the the
1: console, right? Yeah, it
0: was. Well, that was just. It wasn't even that I then felt sad, like ah, that's too much. It was just nah, don't want it then. It wasn't even like I thought. Oh well, I'll save up. It's like something to attain to owning. It just became nah. So how, so how much was, was
1: Guitar Hero with the guitar in the game? Seventy five pounds. Yeah. When it first came out, Guitar Hero One and Two.
0: Yeah. Guitar Hero Two.
1: That game's so good.
0: Well, the thing <laughs> with rock, <laughs> the thing of rock band is, I paid less than the price of any Guitar Hero for the full kit because everyone just got left with them. And um, our local Curry's PC World, which if you're not in the UK, it's just tech shop essentially, mm-hmm. uh, ended up dropping them to 40 quid yeah. for the full band kit. And at that stage, it's like, okay, <laughs> why not? <laughs> in fact, I got it even less than that. I got it for 40 pounds and it was the X-Display model. They only had one left. And I got it home and there was no game disc. So I went back and I was like, there's no game disc. And like, Oh, well, you can either refund it or well, just you can have it for half price. It's like, okay, I'll just have it half price. <laughs> and then the game went on sale on Xbox Live for about fifteen quid. So <laughs> just downloaded the game digitally and just had so I had the kit for about twenty quid. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So yeah, I, I mean I love that game, but I can see why it's kind of fallen by the wayside, which is a shame because Rob Band 4 is as good as it's ever been. It's really good fun.
1: Yeah, do, do I mean, do we fit do you feel that um modern consoles have that kind of same same sensibility for party
0: gaming you know I don't even know if it's the consoles themselves or whether just a lot of the gamers have kind of changed in their attitudes because I don't think anyone was really crying out for Rock Band 4 and that's kind of a shame but when it was announced I remember thinking really Rock Band because it was a surprise and then almost a day later it's like oh yeah and Guitar Hero's coming back and I just remember thinking that these are the sort of things that were just gathering dust in people's houses and i'm sure that activision and uh who publishes rock band Oh, harmonics themselves mm-hmm. isn't it i'm sure they just thought oh well you know people have had long enough time that they'll want these things back and i think people just remembered clutter i mean i own that full kit now and i'm still sick of seeing it even though i love playing that game mm-hmm. it takes up so much room and you know it came out at like Halloween for us to play, but it doesn't come out normally. No, it's, a no, party it's not a game you play every every single like, no. weekend or whatever. I mean, our friend uh, Lee, um, he's a big Guitar Hero fan, or used to be, again, probably not now, but he's one of the few people I know that used to play Guitar Hero not in a party atmosphere, and to his reward, he was excellent at it. But I could never be arsed. I, <laughs> <No. laughs> I couldn't be bothered getting good at Rock Band because I knew the only time I'd ever play it is when other people were around, and if other people weren't good... It wouldn't hamper my enjoyment of the game because I'm also not good. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's
1: it's very different when all of a sudden you've got you've got again again the sort of idea skill set is someone so much better than you that you suddenly become aware that you're not very good. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden
0: it's like the, all the fun just gets sucked out <laughs> out of that kind of moment. Like I don't know if um I don't know if I'm I'm wrong here, but every time I've watched Lee play Guitar Hero and he plays super expert like he plays really he's well he's really good at that game yeah but he doesn't look like he's having fun <laughs> He takes it very seriously looks like every, a, <laughs>
1: every note that's missed is like a it's like a knife it's like a
0: dagger through it's his heart, heart
1: yeah I, I played the game like that like I, I used to play Guitar Hero 2 I played a lot of and I and I got good at it I mean, I, li- I actually lived with Lee at the time and mm-hmm. uh, we and there uh, he was always better than me but I was trying to get I was trying to get better than him and I tried so hard <laughs> and I got really good at the game um and you do you get really frustrated when you play a game like that because it's more all than it is it's about skill and it's yep. about how good you are at that kind of game um and uh yeah i i i I, when you brought it out the other week for that halloween party and i started playing it i was rubbish <laughs> it was just We're like, all, all, rubbish. all my, my my
0: 10 years of age have <laughs> just caught up with me my fingers don't move <laughs> as quickly as they used to i think the thing for me is and i don't know how people get past it but Playing that game with a load of friends, I have a fucking great time. Playing it on my own, it's like I walk in on myself like, you're playing with a little toy guitar. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like you're stood up in the middle of your living room with a little toy guitar. Busted. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then I have to you, stop. You just turn
1: around and you're like, but, but <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a rock star
0: now. I, I'm a rock star, daddy. Look at me go. <laughs> i can't do it with a few friends i guess it's because you're all in the same boat if you're all just stood there either slamming plastic pads as drums or clicking little guitars together that it kind of the illusion is there you're all stupid well, this, having is, a this, silly is, this is where
1: the party the party laws kind of break because in your mind you are rocking out and you're <laughs> yeah, partying
0: hard you are you rock and you roll are all, all night partying alone <laughs> 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 So let's move away from Rock Band and Guitar yeah, absolutely. Hero. absolutely. I don't because even the conversation
1: becomes boring after a
0: while. It's not even that. It's just making me sad thinking about standing there playing with a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so, what other party games like now? Because, like you say, what about today's consoles and today's audience? Because they're not playing Rock Band or Guitar Hero. No, big. A big
1: budget party games uh, are, are, are kinda of gone and I and, and, and I and I think a lot of it is to do with cost and, 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 and rightly so. Party games should not be really expensive because they, they don't should come out be all accessible. The time. And I think there's still a problem with that with the price of controllers because I've only got one controller on my PlayStation because it's. Yeah. I find it very expensive to buy another one. Um, I, they've always been expensive, but not quite as expensive. It's like fifty
0: pounds now. There's right? a lot of
1: technology in those things, right? I don't know if there's fifty pounds. And I've got two Xbox controllers, but only because I got a controller. You as got a an present. elite
0: as a present. Didn't as a present, you? Which, which is yeah. a lovely gift. Absolutely. If whoever gift. got you that as a present listens to this podcast, I'd just like to say, I'll be their friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's my friend.
0: But I also work for him, so
1: maybe oh, that's it.
0: I'll do whatever he wants. <laughs> he wants a bit of artwork doing, bam, I'm your man. Nice coffee, I can make a nice coffee. You can make a pretty good coffee. All it is the,
1: <laughs> the best controller I've ever used. But, it is a beauty. Um, Although
0: it's given you a, a tick. You now have to pull thumbsticks off controllers. <laughs> <Such a> off <poor laughs> controllers. You saw me try to do it on your controller the other day. what are you doing? I, like, um, you doing? I, just, I just need to
1: just I have this weird like thing on 'cause Game they're magnetic, now. right? I they didn't are. know. That yeah, until I just I yours. I, as I'm playing, I just pull them off and pull them back on again. Just like a little bit. Yeah, it's really, really weird. Um but um, kind of back to the to the to the topic. Um, party games for me now are really coming out of the independent sector, and yes. and um, I, again, I think it's a freedom to experiment with really awesome kind of ideas. Yeah. Um. The, the 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 quality of independent games is so much higher than it was like um, ten years ago. Yeah, totally. Um, and um, and they're also inexpensive to buy or, or at least less expensive to buy, um and than than these big budget games and i mean i like talking about stuff we've got like games that we've played together like uh um towerfall um yep, you know game. it's a great party game for four, four people can play that way. it's controls. really fun to watch as well yep, because it's um, so pe- fast and people get really into it like it's a sport got like IDARP, <laughs> which is ridiculous oh, gosh, um you know mount your friends mount your friends yeah. you ever
0: play hidden in plain sight no, I've not. I've not played it. Hidden, uh, Hidden plain in plain sight. sight was a great game that came. It, it, I think you can get it on uh, Ooyah of all consoles. But also, what I know, uh, <laughs> <OUYAH. laughs> But also, right towards the end of the 360s life cycle, you know when they started doing the indie games like, um, Lime Mount Your Friends. Mm-hmm. There's a game called Hidden in Plain Sight, and the idea of that game was absolutely oh no him. i did play i played at your house yes it's where the, it's like it's like spy party but yeah and you can't tell which character you are and so one of you will have the task of killing everyone mm-hmm. and everyone else will have the task of catching the person who's killing someone i think that was the rules so, mm-hmm. oh no someone would be a sniper mm-hmm. and you, one person would be controlling a curse around the screen and the other four people would be going other three people would be going around Knife trying to people. blend in, yeah. Or, to, and then you got to kill someone and then blend them. in, and the sniper had to find who the killers mm-hmm. were, and that was brilliant because to start the game there was no curses on the screen, you didn't know who you were. So part of the f- first challenge of that video game, who am I playing as? <laughs> and no other game like, forces that challenge upon you, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was such a great game that got a li- very little recognition because by the time that game was out on three sixty, Xbox One was coming in. Xbox One didn't bring across. The Xbox Live Indie Games with it, and those games kind of got lost. And I'd love to see that back on Xbox.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, really. I think Mount you Your Friends think,
0: as well. I absolutely loved Mount Your Friends. It's A bit friends.
1: of a cool classic, that though. I think it's yeah, still, that's, that found an audience. Yeah, um, you know, there's there's a lot of games and um, that I really like. And um, uh, Overcooked is, is a recent Overcooked one that I really great. enjoyed. Um, I thought that's that's a great kind of um, you know kind of multiplayer game. Um, it was really fun really simple but it gets really kind of tough but it's tough for everybody no matter how good you are in the game
0: it's hard it's really got that one more go appeal Mm -hmm. even to the point of if you successfully do a level but you got two stars rather than three there's a real urge to go we can do that better
1: and that's a cooperative game it's cooperative so so, so if if one of you fails you all fail yeah so you can feel like you're letting everyone down yeah absolutely
0: you know what we've only played a little bit of it but um stick bold we oh tried yeah that yeah. dodgeball game that seems like a good that was really game. good what about uh, cluster puck cluster puck's great yeah one of those games that no one seems to talk absolutely, about absolutely yeah i would say like, IDARB has found a, a following right IDARB's not popular but enough people mm-hmm. know of and like IDARB. but cluster puck deserves that exact same recognition of a local stupid sports game an, an amazing one so much fun and yet no one ever talks about it but cluster puck is so let me think it's almost like a top-down football soccer game so sort of kickoff sort of style Yes. but you're playing as a round disc and all you can do with that round disc is you use the control stick to move around or you can dash with the a button Mm -hmm. which is also your shoot button there are two goals and a variety of different size there's a
1: puck and when you get close to the puck it just sticks sticks to the front of the air your little like cursor and then you yeah. kind of you, you can kind of move around and you can shoot it into the goals it's super simple i guess idab you know it's the same sort of thing it's just a soccer game really, yeah isn't but idab's
0: yeah? more manic cluster puck i think takes a little step back from the mm-hmm. stupidity and kind of not that it's a realistic game anyway but it certainly requires a bit more sort of concentration than idab because idab no matter how hard you concentrate you're not going to know what's going on mm-hmm. <laughs> you've just got to kind of try and figure it out but cluster puck you could actually you could almost play competitively because it's so simple but yeah that's a game that just seems to have dropped by the wayside, and no one's picked it up but I think it deserved a bit more than it got really
1: yeah it's a bit of a a bit of a, a bit of a shame, but then again, I guess that its it is quite when you're competing in the indie space, you're competing just as an independent game and not just against all the party games just to get kind of notice <laughs> yeah and I do feel quite strongly that that, that games like um Overcooked are quite expansive they're quite big games yeah um, in terms of they've got publisher support as well um which does make a big kind of difference um whereas these tiny little indie games they're they're, they're very good at one thing but if they don't get pushed into the limelight or they don't try and offer something because I would never buy it on my own because I don't I where I live I don't I play on my own or I play online, but sure. I don't have many people around to play. To play a local game. To play, yeah. like, local games. I generally come around to yours or I go around to other friends. And um, so mm. even though I enjoy
0: that game, I won't buy it. No, And no, that's totally. that's problematic, surely. Yeah. I think the thing they needed to do, and this isn't their fault, but almost, I guess, I kind of, not putting the blame, but almost the push towards Microsoft, would it be nice? be nice to see these sort of games highlighted so those people like myself who go, oh, I love local multiplayer games, are made aware of them. Like we found that game by all being gathered around my TV at E three and seeing what local multiplayer games were Xbox One, and we found it, downloaded it on a chance because it was cheap, and then had a really good time with mm-hmm. it. But you know these sort of games, I think you know Microsoft could be doing a better job of just making sure that there's almost a, a nice section for local multiplayer games. You know a way to check these things out. There's nothing that lets you find out about these games
1: no but at least there are games like that on the xbox whereas i really feel like on the playstation there's an awful lot less games
0: especially because sony was sort of heralded as the sort of the indie darling at the beginning of this generation was
1: a real good example i played that game and i was like wow this is the sort of thing that i really can enjoy playing
0: yeah totally octodad Mm -hmm. was pushed as a massive title for the start of ps4 not as a big game I remember when they showcased the PS4, that was the game that made me sort of stand up and take notice, like, because it what that meant to me was these stupid, silly indie games that are usually only PC only are coming to console, and that was a big thing for me. Like, mm-hmm. well, I'd love to play something like Octodad, but I'm, I'm not a PC person, so, yeah, that, that, was, that made a statement for me, not just for the game Octodad, but the idea of what that represented, of, okay, so I'm going to get to play all these nice little games. And suddenly, Microsoft has kind of stepped ahead with that, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, definitely getting there anyway, or or at least there's more more variety. Yeah, I mean you get a a, a kind of a good set both now, mm-hmm. but certainly at the beginning it was all Sony pushing that, and now it's certainly levelled out at least. Yeah, for sure. Should we take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. <laughs>
1: So at this part of our show, um, we'd like to look at some of the reader mail that's been sent in in relation to um, uh, what uh, people's uh, favourite party games or drinking games are, which we, we asked at the end
0: of last episode. Yes, so we've had a few suggestions of what people like to play for party games. No drinking games, so we are still stuck with the same ones we always play. I don't want to play Mario Party. again. And <laughs> Before we move on to the uh, suggestions from our uh, lovely listeners, I'd like to bring up a drinking game, that I think we missed talking about party games, and that's the Mario Kart drinking game. Oh, okay, you... okay. <laughs> just a quick one, but uh, we found this online, and I think everyone should know the rules to this. I don't encourage you to go binge drinking, but if you are already choosing to do so with your friends, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drinking a beer. I was just a lie. <laughs> 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 if you're already planning to play some drinking games with your chums, this is a good one. So the Mario Kart drinking game, you pick a standard game of Mario Kart. We say Mario. We played Mario sixty four, I think. But it can be any Mario. Yeah, Kart. it was
1: Mario sixty four.
0: And you have a drink of beer.
1: Mario Kart sixty four.
0: Yeah, Mario Kart sixty four. Mm. Yeah, and you have a drink of beer. But you are not allowed to drink that beer and drive at the same time. No drinking and driving. But you must finish the beer before you cross the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, what tactic do you take? So, do you do you sit at the start start and just down that beer? With that beer, and then Knowing you've then. got to then catch up with everyone, or do you keep? Taking little pit stops and downing the beer. Yeah, absolutely. And if you finish the uh, the race without finishing your beer, then it's tequila time. <laughs> and there's nothing
1: worse um and than racing all the way to the finishing line and to pull up, finish your beer in one big one big chug,
0: <laughs> and just watch other people overtake <laughs> and watch you for people win the race.
1: <laughs> um, that was a recipe for getting very drunk very quickly.
0: And it was also a horrible horrible time. <laughs> it was wonderful. I loved it. Full perps. So, We've had a, f- a few suggestions. So Matt Simmons has told us that at one time for a-, a party game to bring in the new year, he played Halo 3 on single player campaign because he has no friends. <laughs> Matt. Sorry, Matt. You've got two friends right here and that's all you need. That's all you need. We'll is- play party games with us. Yeah, we'll, we'll play the Mario Kart. He doesn't drink, so you can't play the Mario Kart drinking game. Well, I don't want to be his friend then. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay because he's also come in with some uh, some other suggestions. Okay, great. Tank, maybe, tank, you can, tank. maybe you can redeem yourself, Matt. Tank, tank, tank. Tank, tank, you ever tank. You play tank tank? tank, tank, tank? I did play tank, tank, tank. Uh, that game... <laughs>
1: it was weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's an arcade game, right? And then it got ported to Wii U, but that game had the best mode, the gorilla one, where one of you uses the gamepad to take a picture, take a picture, of, your picture face, of your face, So you're the, <laughs> you the giant gorilla, and everyone else has to take down the gorilla. That game did not get enough love. No. So yeah, I totally agree with that one, Matt. Uh, Charlotte Whitaker has said, WarioWare. And the GameCube WarioWare is amazing. Yeah, we didn't talk about this. Um, what Was there a drawing game in WarioWare? Um, I think... No, there was a drawing game in the Wario game for the Wii U. Oh, made right. in That's Wario. That's what I'm thinking about, but yeah. WarioWare Inc. You know the regular micro-game collection. Oh, yeah. That was really? almost like a single-player mini-game collection. But then the GameCube one just put you four-player versus in pretty much all those games. Mm-hmm. That game was fantastic. Yeah. What happened to WarioWare? Where's that gone? Well, the Wii had WarioWare, didn't it? Yeah, that was good too. Yeah, we had to, strange had to squat, gestures. Squatting when shaking and all sorts of odd... That game became better the more you gave into it. So if it told you to stand up and do squats, you had to do them to get the most out of that oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. The sillier you were, the it. more fun the totally. game was. Yeah, that was sure. a great game. In fact, there wasn't one on 3DS or Wii U, was there? I mean, the Wario game or Wii U is not really WarioWare. There hasn't been one for... I bet it's about five or six years. Yeah. Bit of a shame. There's a little bit of a shame. Uh, Other suggestions? Maybe the Switch. I would love that. Imagine what you could do with those detachable controllers, all all the things Wario... Or the the
1: Game Boy 2 when it eventually comes out. Game Boy
0: 2. Is that your prediction for the
1: the next console?
0: (laughs) Okay, we've got the Jackbox Party Games. Have you played these? I've not played them. No, okay. I've, I've heard
1: of. I've heard uh, um, a lot about them. Uh, fellow podcasters on the um, Hello from the Magic Tavern who were, were involved. I don't know if they uh, still okay. are, We're involved in making those games. They and, are
0: excellent uh, games.
1: Very much uh,
0: um, interested in, uh, in in trying them out. They are almost like game show games, uh, but they require you to draw or answer quizzes or come up with stupid answers for questions and try and get other people to believe what you're saying is a a feasible answer. There's all sorts of different games, but they all require you to use your mobile phone as the controller. So you'll have you type things in using their phone, or you'll have to draw something on your phone. And then those things will be represented on the screen. But it solves the problem you were talking of earlier on about the expensive controllers, because everyone's got a smartphone. Mm. So it just solves that problem by making everyone's smartphone their controller. And I think that's a really... clever way of doing it it really instantly solves that problem of having to worry if you've got all the equipment if you've got a playstation or xbox or pc you download that game and everyone who comes to your party already has the controller with them and those games are really great so there's
1: no connection between the console and the mobile phone then it's just no it just connects to your wifi design? smart glass
0: or no you go onto the jackbox website on your phone and then your game will tell you a code to type in. You type a code in and that connects you to that server and then you play that instantly. It's super super clever. Like it's really way cool. easier
1: for people to get behind when it's like
0: that. It's in in the game itself. What's great as well with that game is you can then you could stream that game and anyone can get the code and people could play against you all over the world. They don't even have to be sat in the same room as you. Hmm. I mean it's more fun if they are because like any party game it's more fun if you can see the reactions of people around you but the fact that anyone can join you and you can have a studio audience as well like it will tell you how many people are watching your game because you can broadcast it so you can almost have an audience who will join in and vote for what their favorite answers were and it's a really cool cool concept okay we should play it we should definitely check it out i don't own it but i will i'll pick it up i'm sure it it goes into the sales all the time it does i think it
1: um i know that it's might be in the Steam sale at the moment on PC, but it'd be good if it was in the Xbox and I think PlayStation. it's in the
0: PlayStation sale. So if it is, I'll pick it up. and We should definitely... For play. living room gaming. It so totally. My PC doesn't connect to my... This is the same empty. for me. I mean, I've got uh, a decent computer, but it's not for gaming. I, I, I sit downstairs for games. This is definitely a game... You I wanna... do
1: screw my way into my office sometimes to play games. <laughs> 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 hide hide away. away.
0: Yeah, hide away with my headset on. Okay, so Charlotte, who, also, who suggested WarioWare has also suggested Singstar, which, again, we we didn't talk about Singstar much, but we've played a lot of Singstar yeah. in the past. So
1: I'm to- I'm absolutely tone deaf, and, <laughs> <laughs> and and I have a horrible singing voice. I think you've got a beautiful singing voice. No, you say that. That's because you're my bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've got a, a softness for Singstar. I've had a lot of fun times with it. I think kind of in the way Rock Band does this, you can't really fail SingStar. It can boo you. It can give you terrible points. It can you know, tell you you did bad, he's but it will never stop you playing. a little tear right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it never tells me these things, Benji. I, I sing like an angel. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those games that it's so fun for other people to watch you play, the worse you are. So mm-hmm. if you're awful, if two awful people are playing SingStar... There's nothing funnier for it. It's almost more boring if people are doing well. You yeah. want you want to sit in a room where people tone deaf are, are giving it their all. That's what you want from SingStar. I think SingStar is more fun if you're not playing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love SingStar. It's one of those games as well. Like, um, do you remember Buzz? The game of all the buzzers. Oh, I just remember lots of tangled wires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, again... On the this, PlayStation 2. <laughs> this is the problem that Jackbox Party Games solves. I mean, not to sound like we're sponsored by Jackbox Party Games here, but that solves a lot of my <laughs> multiplayer game <laughs> issues. Um, but, but Buzz as well, same sort of era as SingStar. Just, I have fond memories of what is essentially a bad game of Buzz because it was pretty rubbish. There was about 200 questions... It probably gave you about 30 questions each time you played it. So it eventually just became, who remembers what the answer was?
1: <laughs> <laughs> who remembers the answer?
0: But that's the good thing about alcohol. You soon forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. played a lot of party games
1: in my old flat, didn't we? Yeah, totally. Uh, SingStar was one of them. It was, yeah. I, remember yeah, I just didn't remember Eve, New Year's Sing Eve. Star.
0: Yeah. Let's see it got almost sillier done. and sillier and sillier the longer the night went on. And what's great about SingStar is the more you play it, the more drunk you almost certainly are and the more terribly you're almost certainly singing, but the more you believe in yourself that you're going to do a good job. <laughs> I believe. In, in the words of Parapela rapper, you've got to believe. You've got to believe. Yeah. Okay, and uh, finally, uh, Charlotte Whitaker and Matthew Simmons have both agreed on Nintendo Land.
1: Yeah, I really... like. And there's <laughs> definitely pros and cons to Wii U for, more, for party games, I think. Um, but I do... I do really like Nintendo Land. Um, uh, is it, what was it called? Um, what's the Mario chasing game? I think it's just called Mario Chase. Mario Chase, yeah. I
0: think so. If not, let's call it original. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the Wii U, almost in the same way that Rock Band kind of missed the mark, Wii U kind of missed the mark by doing the same thing. It designed its console around multiple people gathering around and like this... Uh, this multiplayer experience where everyone has a different sort of version of the game it's just not really how people play games anymore it's it's more online so they almost like i think if that had been released at the wii era it would have been a huge success Mm -hmm. because the wii was all about people gathering around and playing games but these days everyone's online
1: yeah and the technology was dated so the problem is is you've got a direct comparison there with with things like you talk about jack jackbox before using mobile phones which are a very high-end technology that everybody has you know some level of really not not everybody but you know there's you know the majority of people have a smartphone of some kind it's
0: very rare that i'd say anyone who's going to be coming to like a a party with drinking games like say people our age i'd say people 15 through to about 45 there's a 90 percent chance they've Mm -hmm. got a smartphone yeah maybe higher than my mum has a smartphone now yeah it, it, it she doesn't know how to use it (laughs) <laughs> i love you mom <laughs> my my mom and dad don't have smartphones they don't they don't my dad does my dad's good with a smartphone in fact my you know what my mom my mom has a, a tablet these days so she would be legitimately able to play chatbox party game mm-hmm. this podcast brought to you by chatbox <laughs> <laughs> but she'd be able to play that and um yeah the wii u almost sold itself on that like nintendo land I guess Nintendo Land was the Wii Sports of the Wii U, right? It was the game that was supposed to make you go, oh, I get it, this is what it's all about. But the problem was what they basically were trying to make you care about was getting together with your friends. And I personally, I love that sort of gaming. The Wii U is aimed squarely at me, but I'm aware that I'm the minority. Like A lot of people prefer to play online. They kind of missed that by going. Yeah, the important part here is this tablet that you can all gather around. Mm-hmm. They kind of missed it.
1: Yeah. But it, Nintendo
0: Land, we, I think we're getting off Nintendo Land here. That is a great game. It is a
1: great game. Yeah. I I think um so the, some some of the mini games in Nintendo Land are hit and miss. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's about 50% the great,
0: and then say 20% good, Meh. and then the rest. <laughs> eh. Yeah. <laughs> like 30%, <laughs> 30% well, Mario <laughs> Chase is
1: excellent as a game on its own. We had, we've had loads of fun yes. playing that game. Yes, Mario
0: it's Chase did cool. Luigi's Mansion one. Oh, that was great. wonderful. Yeah, that spooky was really ghosts. good. Yeah, well, the like person on the gamepad is the ghost. I mean, I, I, it's sad that I feel like I need to explain how this game works because so many people just have never touched a Wii U. <laughs> but the Luigi's Mansion game... Okay, well, Mario game first. The person on the gamepad is Mario, and they have to run away and hide. It's just hide and seek. But it is actually a me dressed as Mario. Yes, yeah. and everyone else is a me dressed as Toad and they have a split screen and their camera's kind of behind them right so they've got like a, a third person perspective yeah. however the person on the gamepad's got like a top down perspective and they've just got to run away and hide and the toads have got <laughs> to work together and catch mario that is the whole premise a round lasts about a minute and it's wonderful and it is hide and seek it's it? hide and seek yeah. but they made a hide and seek video game and it's lovely it's, and it yeah. shouldn't work but nice. it's, it's really exhilarating it's it? a really good game and the luigi's mansion one is kind of hide and seek but the other way so this time the person who is the ghost has got the advantage so they're on the gamepad and the four other players are in a maze kind of like pac-man so you can see the whole maze and you've got to hunt down the ghost but the ghost is invisible he's trying to hunt down and you've you got to hunt down the ghostbusters essentially yeah and i forget how it works that you can scare the other players can't you yeah and yeah if, if the four players catch the you ghost grab, you
1: grab them don't you, you
0: that's right you players, grab them and yeah. you can make them pass out with fear and then the other players then have to come and resuscitate <laughs> them and then you can just keep picking them off one by one that, another great game on Nintendo. yeah it was one. a great one nintendo land's one of those games where it really did sell what was so great about the wii u it's just a shame that that wasn't what a lot of people were looking for in mm-hmm. a console i think
1: i mean, i still have my wii u uh, probably not not probably not for much longer you're gonna swap um, it
0: over when the switch comes
1: yeah i think so uh, uh, I feel there's only one there's only one space for a Nintendo console in my life and uh, and I think the Switch is more it's definitely more interesting to me yeah as I'm a looking game forward than, to the, a lot. the Wii U is I mean don't get me wrong there's games on the Wii U that are some of my favorite of this generation yeah Mario same. 3D world is is a game that I love to pieces um,
0: well I think a lot of the games from the Wii U are just going to come to the Switch if possible yeah, like, like high I, quality games without Mario Kart eight definitely coming Splatoon is definitely coming yeah it, it it's inevitable that any of the games that don't require dual screen are coming to Wii, uh, coming to the Switch,
1: definitely. I've still got my Wii U and I still won't get rid of Nintendo Land.
0: Yeah, I've, I've got Nintendo Land. I've not played it in, in months and months and months. You know what, though? That Donkey Kong game, single player only, amazing. <laughs> That's not a party game, though. It It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It kind of was because I remember us was all sat around in your flat. And we just kept passing the controller trying to, to beat that Donkey Kong <laughs> Everyone was rubbish I had really rubbish at games. Yeah, you know, it's, it's only that Donkey Kong game that makes me realize that the Wii U had a gyroscope thing in it. Mm. Because you had to tilt the controller around, mm. didn't you? Oh, it was a good game. Oh, Nintendo Land was lovely. We should play more on Nintendo Land. We should have a Nintendo Land. Before, this, before the Switch, we should get together with a few friends we should play the best of the multiplayer stuff on Wii U play it how I wanted it played okay <laughs> and then we'll put it in a cupboard <laughs> and play the Switch <laughs> 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 closed well right, that's it for the suggestions Absolutely. from uh, our good chums so thanks for sending those in mm-hmm. now should we take a quick break let's take a quick break quick break Okay, so it's the part of the show where we take a game that is not related to the genre we've been talking about and make it fit. So last time, we were talking about, well, talking Christmas, about Christmas games. Christmas games. And we brought Cabela and 50 Cent's Blood on the Sand mm-hmm. and we, we made, made them Christmas. Some beautiful Christmas games. I think we had top Christmas best games. Christmas games. They were number, both big Number sellers. one best
1: sellers. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of copies. They were under every tree. I had a peripheral with mine. It's a rare
0: occasion. <laughs> unwrapping that this christmas <laughs> so now we've got the unfortunate task of trying to take two games that are not party games and turn them into them so as is tradition i don't know what bren's what bren what ben has brought to the table and he doesn't know what i've brought nope i do not so who's going first mm. i i went first last time so you go first this time. okay well we'll do it as we did last time i'll tell you the console i've brought for and then you do the same, and then I'll tell you my game. So my game has appeared... It has had iterations on 360, PS3, PS4, and Xbox One. Mm -hmm. What about yours? Uh,
1: PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, so it's very new. PC. Okay. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Definitely PC.
0: So let's do the same rating as last time. Ben, your game, I want to know, out of 10... How much of a party game is it right now? Oh, zero.
1: Zero? Uh, no, actually no. I'm going I'm to up that a little bit for, okay. for the Twitch streamers out there. Uh, I Ooh. think we're looking at a more global kind of, that sort of watching people and getting a vibe out of that. I'd say maybe uh, three or four. And how party do you think you can make it? Uh, I've not thought about this yet. <laughs> um, I think we can have a pretty good go, but I'm not going to be too optimistic. I'm going to say seven, maybe an eight. Okay, my final
0: question, minigames? <laughs> there are no mini games in the game. No, no, but will there be in your new version? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, so mine out of 10, zero. <laughs> uh, minigames? I'm hoping we can get at least one. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, yeah, the overall party atmosphere of my game right now? Not very good. Mm-hmm. So I'll go first. Okay, Ben. I'm bringing to you the party game experience that is Dark Souls. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you bringing? I'm bringing Outlast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. earlier on, you told me your game began with an O. And just then when you said, oh, maybe a little bit of a hint of party, I thought it was going to be Overwatch. <laughs> 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 okay so let's start with dark souls i think okay first thing we've got to address is that title that does not sound like a party game we, it need, to, not, yeah. we need to dress that up so maybe we need to get rid of dark <laughs> dark rollers oh i'm like <laughs> I'm rolling i'm rolling to the party oh, dark rolls because it sounds like dark souls mm,
1: maybe that would work yeah dark rolls, dark that, that rolls. Could work, yeah. i guess it
0: sounds like a snack <laughs> everyone likes snacks prepare to what prepare to <laughs> dice As in the in board, board game <laughs> dice <laughs> so it's a board game it's a board it's game it's a mario party style De- sort of board game definitely a board game <laughs> in fact forget it's not called dart rolls it's called Prepare to dice a Dark Souls board game.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, I like that. I, no, I, maybe, I, actually, I do like dark rolls.
0: <laughs> Ta- uh, prepare to prepare dice. To dice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I've got a feeling that's the podcast title this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, prepare to dice. Four players, obviously. Absolutely, yeah. Now, how do we take the core of Dark Souls, which... Is basically dying again and again. And make that fun
1: for the family to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a difficult one.
0: <coughs> uh. Now I think you know a Mario Party, you can uh, you can rob each other to take coins and stars. I think you're gonna have to have events where you can die and someone else can get to your souls. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Up. I think that'd be cool that if uh, if if everybody's like oh so what's if it's a bit like a capture the flag thing. So yeah. so so a player has something that all the other players need to kind of get okay so you've got to gravitate towards a a a body of that somebody has died so when you kill somebody it's like they drop their souls Yep. they drop an item but when you pick that item up suddenly
0: you're something else and maybe you can use their souls instead of like mario party where you've got to have the most souls maybe like dark souls you use those souls to level up so there's a part on the board you can get to to level up your character. So if you kill someone or someone dies and you get to their souls before they get back to them, you can level yourself up quicker. So maybe there's a boss you've got to fight and whoever takes it down is the winner of the board game. Okay. So okay. like Mario Party style, there are mini games. Maybe that's how you die. So people die in the you mini games. You've got to level yourself and up. you got to level yourself up and get better and better. Okay. And then like Cluedo. So what yeah, would mini games to- be? well I guess we'll have to decide those now. <laughs> you know how in Cluedo, when you, you you're ready to you're ready to try and win the game you go to the area in the board and you declare what you want to do. In in prepare to dice dark rolls, you have to go to the boss and fight it. And if you die, you lose everything. Oh, so it's a real Absolutely risk. Absolutely everything. A real risk. Because someone could then go take all your stuff and they could then go level themselves up and you'd be back at bare bones zero.
1: Billy no souls. So what happens if you're a human and what happens if you're a hollow? Is oh. there a difference there?
0: There's got to be, right? So if
1: someone's human, can you try and kind of catch them? Like, so say you're human, you, you, you have humanity, and somebody lands on your space. Yeah. Do you take their humanity and they die?
0: I think, there's a, I think you can do that, yeah. yeah. But maybe, you need to, maybe you need to get something to do that. Maybe you've got to, if you roll a double. And you land <laughs> on someone's space. Okay. <laughs> no, in fact, landing on someone's space is hard enough, right? Landing on the same space as another player. Okay. I think yeah, I think so. Then you can okay. take their humanity away. Okay. But what if they're already what if they've already had their humanity? Well, that's it. That's it? Yeah, you're both hollowed. Yeah, you're both hollowed. hollowed. You've just hollowed.
1: You've a hollow party. Party.
0: party. Minigame. Mini hollow party. No, 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 no. <laughs> What's the mini game? Okay. So we need mini games that are Mario Party in style, so simple to play, but like Dark Souls, almost impossible to win. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it needs to have a survival aspect. So instead of trying to win, you're trying to survive. So almost like you are going to die because in Dark Souls, you are going to die. It's just whoever can last the longest. Okay. So like, you've got uh, one of the bosses from Dark Souls, but you've got no weapons. So you've just got to dodge as long as possible. And whoever lasts longest, they get some souls mm-hmm. as a reward. And you know what else we need? We need invasions
1: oh yeah there needs to be invasions in there
0: i think this game requires an online connection (laughs) and there are spaces on the board that take you onto another player's board and then you have to play the whole game on that board (laughs) can't leave that board you get transported everyone that's playing the game just gets transported onto another board (laughs) (laughs) to get back to your old board where you know because you've still got to kill your original boss you can't kill their boss once you're in someone else's world, you've, just got, to you've got to kill everyone in there. You've got to, I was going to was gonna say one, but okay. <laughs> you've got to kill the whole game. No, no, it's got to be one, right? Because then the people who are playing their own board game and four fuckers suddenly transport in,
1: they're okay, going to start so if this banding is local, together. If this is
0: local multiplayer, someone's... So we're playing local multiplayer, right? And then because we're online connected... Four other people coming to our world. Absolutely. So there's an eight-player so eight game all of a sudden. Yeah, suddenly it's an eight-player game. But those people just want to kill one of us because then they can go back to their world with that person's souls, which means there's less souls to go around in that game. They've been taken away. Oh, nice. No, getting deep now. Yeah, but those players can't win in our world. They can't defeat our boss. So they've got to kill one of us and then they can all transport I back. This, so we'd almost I band together. A, I have a mini
1: game in, in my mind. I, 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 want I have that. to get it out. It's. I, d- I don't know what it is. It's, 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 like, it's like the Taurus demon. Yeah. and he has all the souls Yeah, and he's running away but he's dropping all the souls and so, <laughs> but, and all him. the characters are chasing after him trying to get all the souls but they're
0: doing that goofy run animation like if a monster is chasing you, when you <laughs> absolutely yeah so yeah okay that's a good one there's a mini game so yeah. you, it's a, an it's infinite like, bridge
1: and we're kind of reversing the game the Taurus yeah. Demon isn't after you you're after the Taurus after Demon yeah. yeah
0: no that's good that's good I like that so how
1: about uh um you're on the roof um with the gargoyles and you've got to push everybody off the roof
0: yes that's good so the the, gargoyle, the gargoyles can and will kill you but you've got to try and push the other people off the roof while they're doing <laughs> yeah absolutely you get their souls yeah if, if okay so if the gargoyles kill them you get nothing but if you push them off the roof you get their souls I'm into. I'm into this game. Yeah, totally. I would buy. If you have
1: a race through Blight Town. It'd be wonderful. Oh,
0: that'd be prepared to dice the Dark Souls <laughs> Dark Dark board, board game. Dark rolls. <laughs> I would. I would buy this game.
1: Yeah, I would buy it. I'm, there I, is a Dark Souls board game.
0: You it's know. not as good as this. I don't think it is. <laughs> it was made in <laughs> Stockport. <laughs> not even joking. Man, we should go down there and we should pitch this to them. <laughs> look, guys. <laughs> Wait, is there a board game? Does it say prepare to dice on it? No. How the fuck not? <laughs> How do you miss that opportunity? Okay. So let's let's work this out. It's a four-player board game. Mm-hmm. You're competing for souls with mini games. Mm-hmm including things like chasing the torch. You even. have to use the souls to level up. They use the souls to level up. When you leveled up high enough, you challenge the boss and you try and kill it. If you kill it, you win the game. Mm-hmm. If you lose against the boss, you lose everything. Mm-hmm. And th- there's no no messing around here. This boss is Dark Souls. Can
1: hard. you team up with buddies? So say, say we're playing the game together and I'm like, hey, Steve, if I'm
0: going to go challenge
1: the boss, can I summon you in to help me with the boss and we both win the game?
0: You can. And we could split those souls 50-50 but I could also backstab you and take your souls. So, ah, oh, that's mean. Yeah, but that's what Dark Souls is built on, its trust. <laughs> and because it's a board game and it's real world people sat together, you'd have that discussion like, can I trust you? Are you going to backstab me? <laughs> <laughs> so I think you've got that. I think you've got that. And But the thing is, if you kill the boss, okay, and we get 50% of the souls each, then ha- one of us is going to be on more souls. Say we went in and you had 1,000 souls and I had thousand. 1,020. So, yeah, so you don't want to... me to win. So you'd have to someone in who's a lower... Lower souls than you, but then they've got nothing to lose, so they might as well try and but kill they might you.
1: I get an achievement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How about this? You can summon someone else in to help you, but if they deliver the last blow, you don't get the kill on the boss. Oh. You don't lose anything, but you know that boss was null and void.
1: Okay, So, and they, so you won't get
0: the, the boss's souls. though. No, uh, souls. so you don't win the game. So the game gets. continues, but the person. So, so if you summoned me in and I took the last blow. I don't win the game because it was your boss fight, but I do get a shitload of souls for delivering the last blow on that boss. Mm. Or I could kill you and take your souls. Oh, that's good. There's a trust aspect It's That's good. I like this. Okay, I think we've got this. Yeah. This is nailed down. So prepare to dice, Dark, dark Rolls, the Dark Souls board game. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> always, always online, four to eight players, but we don't tell anyone that. That's got to be something like the first time in Dark Souls when someone invades and you're like, wait, what? What's going on? What's happening? You need that. With four mysterious fucking figures appearing on the board.
1: Absolutely, and it's gonna be family friendly. So it's out next Christmas, and it's gonna be, yeah. be ready for everyone. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think on the Dark Souls is full of the unexpected, right? I think the cover should look really friendly. I think
1: it should be the tourist demon. With two, like, hollowed in his arms.
0: But they're all the cartoony. Giving thumbs up. <laughs> and then you've got, like, uh, the Praise the Sun guy chasing him. Yeah. <laughs> all these cartoony versions of Dark Souls yeah. characters. it'd be perfect. Right. They should be little chibi people. I'm calling it now. That's game of the year 2017. Okay. That, that has to come out. I, 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 can, I can deal with that. Okay. So, you've asked me to go first, Benji, but you've left yourself a tough task. It's... We need another party game, and it needs to be as good as Prepare to Dice, Dark Rolls, the Dark Souls board game. So we have
1: Outlast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so the reason that I said that there's an element of party game to this is because people like to play these games. In groups. Because they're scared. Screens. So they like to play together to be frightened.
0: Oh my God. You just have to flip it.
1: <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so so that when people play it, they're not scared. They're having a good time.
0: No. I've got an idea for you here. What board game... As a kid, scared you just by knowing about it. That's right. Atmosphere, the board game that came with a video tape with a oh, creepy man on it. That was scary. Yeah. So we have this. I had set atmosphere. Up. Yeah, me too. We, I mean, we go old school. We we have a VHS tape with that's the video game, the board game.
1: <laughs> Is that going to be the camera in the game?
0: It could be. Yes. <laughs> like okay. Blair Witch. Maybe you've got to watch the sort of footage from the camera to find things out in the board game. So you're watching a videotape and you... Wait, It's It's not just
1: Resident Evil 7. It's
0: Resident Evil 7, isn't it? Resident (laughs) Evil 7 is almost already there, but it's not a party game. (laughs) Okay, I still like the atmosphere tape idea, though. I like the idea that something's happening on a screen that is separate from the board game. Although this has to be a video game. It does have to be a video game.
1: My my idea
0: is useless. A video digital board game. (laughs) <laughs> so, in the, vi- in the
1: video board game, you're watching a video. No, I think we're going the wrong direction with this. I think we're going to board game. I think we need to go more monkey ball. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go more monkey ball.
0: Okay, so... So, what are
1: do you doing out last? You, uh, you run away from you, a you big sneak, man. And then you run away.
0: From a big man. From a big, big man. And there's a person on the cover who's holding a finger... To their lips like they're going shh <laughs> so maybe you've got to be quiet isn't that just the dsc i don't care eventually <laughs> <laughs> these games are too scary for me i don't know what's in them <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So why don't you play? As Maybe you're the big man. Monster, yeah, you're, you're the monster, and you're yeah. just kinda, you just kind of, you kind of, you're hunting. So it's like Luigi, for, like it's not Nintendo like. So it's a Wii U it's game. You're the ghost. <laughs> yeah. so it's a Wii it's U, a Wii U Wii game. <laughs> game. You've got your camera.
0: <laughs> the one console of the three that's currently out that doesn't have Outlast on it. God, it's it. finally getting exactly.
1: Outlast. So, so you're, you, you're you um um I guess kind of. I don't know, what would you do with the pad? Because if you're the monster, then you wouldn't have the camera. So
0: wait, three people are playing, uh, four people are playing the game on Wii remotes, right? Mm-hmm. They're not the monster. No. So what do they have to do?
1: Have to what, what do you have to do monster. in
0: Outlast? Do you have to escape? Escape the monster, yeah. Because so, I remember you go in to the Yeah, you're a journalist, hostel.
1: you go in, and then you realize it's all horrible, and then you've got to escape.
0: So it's like Cluedo. You're getting clues, and you're trying to solve a mystery. Mm-hmm. So you've got to get the clues, then get out. That's, that's the player inside. okay. The player who's the monster has to, I guess, maybe they win if everyone dies. So, oh, how do we make this so they've got an advantage, or how do we balance this? Because the monster's going to know where everyone is because they can just look at the TV. Oh, that's the thing,
1: isn't it? Yeah, the, the, that So this is CCTV. On maybe the, Wii the U.
0: monster is playing doesn't see themselves on the TV screen. The TV screen is it's like split screen four player. Yeah, the TV screen is split screen lots the first persons, and or. The TV is a board game, so it's top-down. Players can see where they are. Not a board game, but, you know, like it's a mate, it's a season. But the, the monster is playing in first person, so he can't quite tell where he is compared to the people. He has to use the environment to work out where okay. he is. So he can use the TV like a map, but he's never really truly sure of where he is or where the other players are. So he's got the... His disadvantage then is trying to find everyone. It's tough for him. So if, if the players run away on the board and take some corners and hide away, he can't see them. So... You know, in the game, you can like hide under a bed or something mm-hmm. like that. If the game's top down on the TV screen and you're under a bed, he's not going to know where you are. Okay. He can no longer see you. So then you've got the hiding aspect still in there. Okay. So I think that kind of works. That might kind of
1: work. Yeah, I, I kind of think that it, it might ruin it, though, if the the players on the screen can um can see where the monster
0: is. They can't. I think, like the Luigi's Mansion board game, they've got a small circle of light around them. Oh right, so okay. they can see so they just enough. But they don't know where he is. Okay, and that's why the monster can't tell where he is on the TV either. But if he looks into the on on his screen on the game pad and he can see a chandelier and he looks up at the TV and he sees you, Benji. You're playing. When on they board have games. to get clues, yeah, they have to go into first person. Oh, I like this. So they can look around in three D, but they can't move. They can't move. They can't move. And then the monster's got the same view as them, so they look at the same sort of yeah, thing, and he can work out where they are. Absolutely, I like this. So you're looking at you, kind
1: like zombie. You, you kind of like in your bag looking oh, at you. Good. Use, yeah, like, and this then the, is good. The monster can sneak
0: up on you. Now, maybe it shouldn't be turn based, because no, it should be live. It should be real time. Like so, this isn't like Dark Souls. Sorry prepare to dice dark rolls the dark souls board game is turn-based with mini games like mario pi mm-hmm. this is more like nintendo land yes so this you're is all like playing nintendo together land. so how long do you think I, I didn't go into this before but i think a game of um the dark souls game probably an hour and a half like a mario pi game i'm thinking this is probably more of a 20 minute game like a, like a, quick, a quick fire, fire. Kind of game. you can sit around you play it one night you can have a couple of games of this because you want it so everyone gets a chance to be the monster so maybe a game is ten to twenty minutes mm-hmm. longer than Luigi's Mansion, but not long. So you know you feel like you're playing we, a long yeah, game. Yeah,
1: but we when when people get caught, we want them to be like, "Whoa, yeah!" You know, they want them to be really scared. And if
0: the game is short, once you're out of the game, you're not waiting ages before you're back in. So maybe mm-hmm. the punishment of being caught in Outlast is death. If the monster gets you, oh yeah, you're, you're dead. Out. You're out of the game. So, yeah, it's it, like it's like one hit kill. It's not like Dark Souls where you're then hollowed and you got to get your souls back. This and is- the
1: players can't kill the monster. They can no. only run and they can only hide.
0: So the mon- so the players have to run, hide, get clues.
1: And they've got top down, but then when they go into first person, they've got to get their camcorder. Yes,
0: like Dead Rising Four. You've got the sort of camcorder with different modes that give you the hints so you can look around well that's
1: what it does now oh, that's, that's true it, 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 yeah, yeah you go thing. into like night vision and you yeah. look around so it's like pitch black and you got your torch but then when oh, you don't have a torch it's like you just have a you've little bit got of got, light around yeah. you
0: also every player is looking for four different things four different clues so no one's finding the same stuff ah. so you're not going to race to find each other's stuff so if you're desperately looking for your story you don't know what I'm looking for, so if I'm looking at your screen and seeing what you're doing, it's of no relevance for me unless I suddenly see on your screen, like, wait, Ben's in the room with the newspaper clippings. That I need. Well, it's it's one.
1: I guess it's kind of one mystery you're all trying to solve together.
0: No, oh, I think well, I think you've all got an independent mystery because then you've got to work against each other.
1: Maybe, maybe, but if you think about Luigi's Mansion. Oh you'll yeah, have to okay. Work so the players on the so, board yeah, together. I, that's great because then when one person
0: goes. It becomes Three work. of you yes. have got to do more. No, you're right. This works. Yeah. Yes. And if someone dies, their clues are rescattered, So you've got to find their clues again. Ah, yeah. I like that. No, no. Wait, that would make it too hard. And the last person's basically got to do everything. No, 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 no. Yeah, you said, Maybe you've you got get... to reach the body if whoever Because died. you're
1: all looking at the same screen, you all see all the clues anyway. Okay. And he just adds it up together. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. So if someone discovers clues, they're just part of your tally. Yeah. I like this. You've solved the mystery and then you've got to get out of the exit. This 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 works. Yeah. I mean, this is solid. What's the name going to be? It can't be Outlast, unless it says like, unless it's Outlast something. It can't be Outlast Party. Although yeah, I do uh, love that name.
1: <laughs> outlast. Um, Out <outlast>. Party Blast. <laughs> oh, no, there it is. <laughs> outlast, outlast Party, Party Blast. blast.
0: Outlast. <laughs> A fun board game for four players. Yeah. And Wii U get bad. <laughs> Only on Wii U. Loads of fun. I mean, I like this game a lot and I think it's gonna do really well next Have process. a monster of a time. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> putting the his putting hysterical back into hysteria. No, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't well But there will it. be his, there will be hysteria. Maybe just hysteria and No, I'm out of I'm out of this. <laughs> <out> <laughs> All I'm trying to say is it's gonna be a right good time. <laughs> <It's> good. <laughs> In fact, there's your quote for the box. a right good time. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <Outlast> party blast. let <laughs> party blast. There we go.
1: So what we have got?
0: We've got. Uh... I've got one floor with your design, Ben. But it's out next. These games are both out next Christmas. Obviously, the 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 party game season is over. It's next Christmas. Homebrew. <laughs> it's a homebrew Wii U game. <laughs> You'll see this is my thing. I'm not sure how many you're gonna sell on the Wii U next. That's Christmas.
1: fine. We'll do a HD we'll we'll do a we'll do a 4K version on the Switch.
0: Okay. I yeah. mean you can't use the gamepads and the TV separately.
1: Uh we can use we can use Joy-Con controllers. You know what? We'll just put it on the Wii U.
0: We'll release it early. Oh, release we'll it release it in February. I'll just get everybody to bring all the Joy-Con controllers. <laughs> hey you know what it would work on the switch if everyone had an individual switch then one person's playing yeah once. yeah okay oh it'll be all in first person no top down at all it's on the switch spooky so those four people playing together just sit together with their screens there we go it's a switch exclusive it's a switch launch game switch <laughs> nintendo switch launch game outlast Outlast party last
1: switch edition <laughs>
0: <laughs> right so that's it
1: so too scared to switch <laughs> sorry but let, let's, let's leave this that's down. not good no. <laughs> but that, that that's what the Wii U be
0: called. <laughs> don't, don't be scared to switch okay so let us know which of these two top selling party games you want to play and like last time we'll get them out here absolutely yeah so uh, we'll take a quick break and then we'll wrap things up absolutely <laughs>
1: That's it for this week's episode. Um, As always, thank
0: you uh, for listening to us uh, waffle on about um, all things party games this week. I think we've made some great new additions to the party game genre. I think we've made some important changes to some franchises and brought a fresh look. Stressful games, now fun games. (laughs)
1: So you can find out more about uh, TapTap Bros on on Facebook and Twitter. Um, On Facebook, you can find us at Facebook slash TapTapBros and on Twitter with the Twitter handle
0: at TapTapBros for episode updates and more. So we're also thinking of doing a few videos in the future. So if you want to see us play anything in particular or want us to cover anything, then do get in touch on Twitter or Facebook or simply stay tuned on those platforms and we'll let you know when we're doing a bit of video work as well as podcasting. And for the next podcast, we're going to be talking about Well, mostly the Nintendo Switch, because on the 12th of January, we'll get a big update on what that console's bringing to the table, what games are coming out, price, pretty much everything we need to know pre-launch. So we want to know what you think makes a Nintendo game, whether you think what makes them special or what you think makes them not work. We don't care if you like or dislike Nintendo, we just want to know what you think defines a Nintendo game, and we're probably going to talk about that a lot ourselves talk about nintendo's history and the future of nintendo mm-hmm. and almost certainly gushing an awful lot about the nintendo switch <laughs> absolutely so is that everything we need to cover this week uh, it is cool well until next time keep, keep tapping, tapping. nail it